0: Patton doing for Glenn today. Uh, I want to tell you about B- built bars, and uh, I've been been being told about built bars for a very, very long, long time. Uh, my wife uh, came to me a while ago. I was like, "Built bars, built bars, built bars," and she started buying them, and she's telling everybody about them constantly. Into the fact that at one point she just sent me in with a box to give to Glenn to give to Tanya so that she could try them, um, and then uh, apparently she did liked them. Had been ordering them for a long time, and then one day. You know, a good year or so later, Glenn comes in and goes, have you ever heard of built Bars? Which is typical Glenn. Like he had no remembrance that it came from my wife, Lisa, who's been, who now my entire bottom shelf of my fridge is lined with built Bars. Uh, it, they're amazing. If you love these things, they're healthy. They're, they're delicious. They taste like candy bars. My wife's two favorites, coconut almond and cherry chocolate. But, you know, you get what you want to get. Go to builtbar.com, Use the promo code BECK. You'll get 10 bucks off your first order. Use promo code BECK for 10 bucks off at builtbar.com. This comes with the full backing of my wife, so you know it's good. Builtbar.com, The code is BECK. Back in a
1: second.
2: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Great to have you with us. Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Triple E, 727, B E C K. all kinds of stuff to get to uh, today. There are some angry people in this world. I'm not sure if you've noticed that. No. Yeah, no. About what? Yeah, um, a great many things. Mm. Uh, among them, mask wearing, uh, because of course, if you're not wearing a mask, you are deliberately trying to commit genocide, mm-hmm. and that can't be tolerated. No, <clears throat> so we have to banish at least banish everybody who won't wear a mask when they go outside, or for that matter, if, even if you're inside, if you stay in your house all day, you should probably you should be wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. Uh...
0: Seemingly what what uh, Donald Trump was saying yesterday when he was talking about Biden, because yeah. Biden was wearing a mask outside in front of the cameras. And then uh, afterward, Trump was saying that, like, well, he's not wiring it inside with his wife, which, again, I don't, I don't think we're supposed to wear. I mean, I'm not wearing him inside with my wife either. I got to be honest about it. If we're supposed to be doing that, I'm not doing it. I know wow. I, Well, I am trying to commit genocide why do you hate uh, my family <laughs> that's something else <laughs> bizarre Yeah, it's just it's crazy it's hard to keep track of what you're supposed to do <clears throat> I had Shelly Luther on last night she's the uh the, the salon owner here yeah. in Dallas who's the you know big story where she said you know what I'm, uh, I'm going to open my shop, you know, damn the consequences. They put they, her in they jail. They put her in jail. Greg Abbott you know, kind of came out to her defense and several other re- re- Republican officials yep. got reversed and she spent, I think, one, I think she spent one day in jail, it was supposed to spend seven. And I, I was talking to her about her situation and she's doing, her business is obviously doing well. She's been in the spotlight. She's, I think she's done a really good job handling this. It's tough to get thrown into one of these situations. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I think she's been a really good spokesperson for the idea of. Look, this is my business. I got to be able to open it. We, we we we're doing our best to be I'm trying safe. to mm-hmm. uh, put food on the table for my family. Exactly, and and you need people who are not crazy saying that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need you need people who are. And she does and she, seem really normal. Yeah, very. She's good. She's she's good on television. She mm-hmm. she's she's pretty. She's it's just a good like a good spokesperson. And yeah, I felt bad for her though in a way because as I was talking to her, I was realizing that. It was only two or three weeks ago that she, it feels like at least only two or three weeks ago that she was out doing this and she was reopening her shop and she was making a very public showing of how she was wearing a mask when she was doing this and how she was sanitizing everything over and over again. And they were doing social distancing. She was doing every step perfectly. And it seems like in the last few weeks, the mode of the country has changed to almost be critical of that behavior as if it's a show of weakness, right? Like, there's no reason you can't do these things and be safe at the same time. The mask thing is, is questionable. Like, you, you know, obviously mm-hmm. the CDC has gone back and forth on it. But, you know, things like trying to stay apart or sanitizing as much as you can, you know, not shaking hands, not doing the, the Pat Gray makeout with stranger thing. <laughs> if you could stay away from some of those things, that's not a bad. We shouldn't criticize businesses for doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good thing. And she's still doing it and, and has had no issues. There's been some cases in other salons where maybe some of that stuff isn't going on and they have had issues. Um, so, like, this is not a... I don't think we should be critical of people who are saying, you know what, here's what we think is the best practices. And we're trying to do those things in a safe and responsible way. I think that's a good thing. And I think it's a good thing for our site to show that we're not trying to be reckless and, you know, put everybody... At, I don't want to be necessarily the people uh, that they showed in the pool in the in the, in the Ozarks or whatever, the Lake of the Ozarks the other day, where it's like 9,000 yeah. people for a million reasons. Like, I just... I can't even imagine how much... I, I don't want to be is, is, is a part of that scene when there is no virus exactly. I, I wouldn't go into that pool if it <laughs> cured the virus it looked, it looked, I don't know it's just who knows many how many other diseases you'd get exactly too many people pat too many drinks long yeah. day they're not yeah. getting out to the bathroom for every one of those stops no it's just not happening yeah so I want to avoid it for that reason uh mainly uh but yeah the, the other side of it is is probably worse in that. You saw the woman in the grocery store just get berated oh, for not having a mask on. man. And, you know, it's funny when you look at the, you know, well, you want to take the science and be responsible, right? Mm-hmm. The mask, I think, you know, the science shows that there's some improvement. It's not, it's not, a, and it's, the mask isn't going to save you in every situation, but there's some an improvement. On the other side of that, one thing that is definitely shown is loud talking can create thousands of droplets that can carry the virus so when you're screaming at someone for not wearing a mask you are definitely
3: doing something more dangerous than not wearing a mask like the guy in the grocery store yeah all the people around and the woman wasn't wearing the mask and the guy is standing six feet from her but then he pulls down his mask and is yelling at the top of (laughs) his lungs at her
0: much worse spewing stuff all over them much worse really bad uh, you know but it doesn't matter I mean, like again it's it's not it's not about the virus or the science or anything it's turning into this weird tribal thing where like you yes. you know if you see someone with a mask it's okay to be a jerk to them because if they don't have a mask on then they're just awful they're trying to kill everybody mm-hmm. so we might as well berate them because it shows our moral superiority over them like that is not how you're supposed to look at this
3: but mm-hmm. it is it, it seems irresistible for the american people at this point We'll we'll have to play MSNBC in Wisconsin. Did you see? Did you see the report? um, Oh, I love this from MSNBC. This is amazing. I I don't want to spoil the surprise. We'll get to that uh, coming up in about one minute.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program.
4: You know, the last few months have really reminded us what's important in life. It's also helped us understand what we can eliminate or change. It's the same for business. What are the changes you have to make? Do you have a hairball of multiple software programs when you could streamline with one? Do you have a handle on all your numbers at any time? What you need is NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud based business system, finance, HR, inventory, e-commerce, everything all in one place. So you save time, money and headaches, whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite will give you the visibility and control that you need to manage every penny with precision. Join over 20,000 companies who now trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. NetSuite surveyed hundreds of business leaders and assembled a playbook of the top strategies that they're using as America reopens for business. Get your free guide, 7 actions businesses need to take now, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com/back. That's netsuite.com/back.
3: Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program this week. Um, you know, the the mask wearing thing has become of a, a virtuous signal. If you wear a mask, you're a wonderful human being who cares about humanity. And uh and you just deserve all good things in life. If you're not, you're akin to Adolf Hitler. Uh and so <laughs> Times ten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're worse than him.
0: Adolf Hitler times Edia mean plus Pol Pot times Enver Hocha. Excuse me? Times Enver Hocha. Enver Hocha. Yeah, what was he? He was uh, oh God Romania? No. Uh oh god now I'm killing myself with it. I just did this we just think I did a spot with a guy last night that wrote a book called um uh oh gosh, it's uh, something like uh, Dinner with Dictators or, or uh, I can't remember the name of it, but he tracked down the personal chefs of five murderous dictators and yeah. interviewed them all saddam hussein's <laughs> personal chef Amin, really and, Verhoch, and they're all still alive apparently yeah they're all still alive somehow they made it through that hmm. experience okay. uh, and so talking about them from behind the scenes uh amazing amazing people and from my understanding they're basically their worst thing they ever did was not wear a mask uh,
3: in every case, in every case, all five of that's them what they found. didn't wear masks. Yeah. Oh wow. And that's why they were so evil. What bad, bad people. Yeah. Well, MSNBC did a report on how bad these people are, uh, and particularly, I guess, in Wisconsin, they're so uh, they're so evil in Wisconsin that many people walk around out in the open air without masks. And here's the report: you'll be shocked.
0: So are the people there just not worried about it, Cal? Are they not worried about their own personal safety?
4: I haven't met anybody who is. I met some folks actually from Lake Geneva who lived in the area. They were staying a few miles outside of town where I were. Mm -hmm. And they said they're worried about it. They're worried about that second spike. They're worried about folks coming in from Chicago. But they'll quickly add (laughs) at the same time, this is a place that relies on that business. I think people here want a little bit more funding when it comes to these programs so that they could stay closed. But again, I think people felt like the Supreme Court made the decision here in Wisconsin that it was time to open up. You can see here. You see. Them. Here, look at that. Nobody's wearing them. Look at that Nobody's, guy. Uh, the
3: there you go, including the cameraman. Yeah. No, okay. pause yeah. it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so they pan around to so good. S- some passerby mm-hmm. who's filming them because he notices that, oh, by the way, your own crew mm-hmm. isn't doing what you're accusing all of us of doing. So, uh, I
0: love that. You, amazing. Thing, watching this video, if you're not watching on blazetv.com slash Glenn, if you're watching, you see this guy pass by and turn around and it looks like a shark is circling his prey. Cause you know, what's coming. Yeah. And he kind of just walks around back there and he, and then he turns back the other way and it's like, he's right behind you. You know, like I want to scream out to the reporter, look out, he's coming because this guy just
3: absolutely destroys him. His own cameraman isn't yeah. wearing a mask. So these people just aren't wearing masks, including your own cameraman <laughs> and the reporter. I- including yeah, my own including cameraman. That's right. what, that was my point. Yeah, right. I was, I was <laughs> saying. Is even our
0: cameraman's not doing it. Yeah. Thank so, you for pointing that
3: out. I was going to get to that in a second. The hypocritical crew from <laughs> MSNBC is caught red handed. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, see the rest of this. It's amazing.
4: Nobody's
3: wearing it. Yeah. Nobody's. Uh, the cameraman. There you go, including mm-hmm. the cameraman. Yeah. Katie? Yeah. Katie? He's so pissed <laughs> off. images. Cal Perry. Cal, thank you very much. And Cal, you are. Okay, so then he uh, there's a little bit more um, where he walks around, and you see him walking around, showing the not just the cameraman who has no mask on, but okay, here it is. Uh, Oh, this is his video 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 now. Yeah, so this is from the guy showing the cameraman with no mask. And the MSNBC tripod operator has no mask. Amazing! Oh wow, this is—I have not seen this view yet.
1: And look at, including the cameraman. There you go. There you go. There you go. Exactly. That guy's got. Half the crew's on. not wearing. Yeah, but
3: half the crew oh, is you. not i love that that's incredible i just
0: i absolutely love that the same thing happened with a cnn reporter who did a shot on the beach live shot on the beach wearing the mask and then people took pictures of him walking back to his car with the mask in his hand and look that is Mm. the correct approach there is no reason to believe wearing a mask outside in the sun is beneficial in really any way you want to be a little extra careful and and be you know take an extra step all right whatever but there's no reason to shame anybody in that situation right it's it's completely ridiculous it's just virtue signaling that's it and they've been doing this on television over and over and over again when you are outside by yourself there is no reason to be wearing a mask on television it's absolutely ridiculous there's no Mm -hmm. you know they did a study we we talked about this last night as well there's a study of uh, it was 318 outbreaks in china Uh, one of them started outside one one of them and the out the quote-unquote outbreak was two people okay it is not it's just not one of these situations where it's easily spread now it's not impossible it doesn't mean you should not you should never take a precaution but like this is the type of activity the government should be encouraging during this time hey you can't all jam into a tiny bar inside and listen to cover bands you know it'd be great though go to a beach you know, be out. You could be outside, give a little room between you to be extra safe. But most likely you're going to be OK there. That's the type of thing they should be encouraging. Instead, it's become, as you pointed out, Pat, this 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 like little way of, of, of preaching your virtue to everyone else by showing your mask on television. And it doesn't help anybody.
3: It's just them trying to show that they're on that team. That's it. Yeah. And I I love the fact that they're hypocrisy is just laid bare for everybody to see Mm. because they always come into these situations with an agenda. uh, But do they really believe in what they're saying? Uh, Clearly, no, 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 they don't. And I wouldn't be surprised if that reporter only wore the mask for the report and took it off immediately after that. Yeah, I wouldn't. He be might not at all. have because at this particular point, because he'd been exposed, and so then he he probably left it on. But I'll bet the rest of the time he was in Wisconsin, he's not wearing a mask.
0: Now, any uh, news director worth his salt today is going to his crew and saying, "You guys have that mask on the entire oh, yeah. time. It does not come off for any reason because they're going to catch you." You know, it's like it's like. Hey, we're Planned Parenthood. We're, we're auctioning off baby parts. Hey, guys, if someone comes in and they look like James O'Keefe, don't sell them anything. Like, there has to be a point where you get caught. You need to be able to say, hey, guys, take extra steps to defend against this. You have to imagine these people have gone through this conversation now. This has happened how many times, Pat? We played multiple many. videos just like this where you guys do the, do the hits with their masks on and then take them off. It's embarrassing.
3: It's embarrassing. 888 727 B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program.
4: So, what's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that is so complicated that you never use it. That is exactly the type of security system that Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simpler is safer and it's exactly why simply safe is the home security for right now when feeling safe at home has never been more important simply safe is there simply safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7. you can order online with a click of a button nobody's coming to your house you open a box place the sensors up plug it in and your home is protected around the clock no technician no salespeople. they don't disrupt your life and you don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a two-year contract this is why Simply Safe was named Best Overall Home Security of 2020 by U.S. News and World Report. Head to simplysafebeck.com and get a free HD camera just because you listen to my show at simplysafebeck.com.
0: Pat and Stu in for Glenn this week. He's on vacation. And by the way, he's driving me crazy. Enver Hocha, Albania. Albania. He was an Albanian dictator. But the best part mm-hmm. about this guy, Pat, was he w- became convinced he was going to get, Albania was going to get invaded um, by uh, opposed, you know outside forces and to try mm-hmm. to take over his country. So before there was any war or anything, he decided to build bunkers everywhere so that the people could hide in them and fight back if they needed to. So he built... A hundred and seventy three thousand bunkers all across the country, yeah. <laughs> and they all look the same. There's like these; they look like little, like gray pimples on the on the landscape all over the country. And now, after he died and he was out of power. They're all in disrepair. Some of them have been repurposed to stores and like, you know, places where people live. Some of them have been repurposed, but the vast majority of them are just in disrepair. But they're all over the place with the idea of like, wow. hey, we got to be ready. And then they never had the war that they were thinking they were going to have and never utilized them. <laughs> 173,000 of these things. Wow. So anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's part of his story.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he wear a mask, though? Did he wear of a mask? Of course not. He was a dictator. Pat. Oh, wow.
0: That's what they do. Wow. These people will because they want they you know they have to scream their really loud
3: speeches and pound
0: their <laughs> fist on true. the table. It's hard to do with a mask. That's very true.
3: <laughs> uh and it's reminiscent of uh, Ralph Northam who mandated Ugh. that people when they go outside in his state wear masks. And then he is walking around taking selfies with people not wearing a mask. I the hypocrisy is amazing. Incredible. Uh but then we find out from Geraldo Rivera uh why wearing a mask is so very important. Here's Geraldo's thoughts on mask wearing.
1: Maybe this is the secret to get people to wear masks. Just get oh one gosh. that uh, you know has special resonance in your personality. Be whoever you want to be. Be Why? bang teeth, be buck uh-huh. teeth, be uh, you know, beautiful teeth be gangbanger teeth, whatever it takes to get you to wear the mask. Uh, just uh, just do mm. it. Just just you know, do thinking it. about President Trump not wearing a mask as a practical matter in the bubble in which he lives, with everyone around him being tested and uh, and vetted and mm-hmm. keeping their social distance and so forth, there's very little likelihood at this point the president will contract uh, the virus. So wearing a mask isn't a practical matter, but it's symbolic. The president refusing to wear a mask uh, a mask makes us feel foolish for wearing a mask. I think it no. should. No, lead by example well, i don't like think that, that is uh, that's i guess uh, i think the uh, the the it fact of the matter final. is wearing a mask is helpful it is also a fact of the matter that <sighs> pro-trump areas in the country have fewer infections a lower infection rate than anti-trump areas of the country yeah that's a definite fact okay. there is a political <sighs> component to the push to reopen America. And it's understandable that it falls on ideological lines. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things, red mm. America, not so infected, blue America, much more. Infected. And, and why is, so is a, red America know, not as meta? infected Well, we're not married wearing
3: masks? It's because red States are run better <laughs> and they're doing some of the right things. Whereas in the blue States, not so much. You yeah, got people uh, like Cuomo uh, who is sending coronavirus victims to nursing homes to uh, kill the people in nursing homes which happened by the thousands
0: by the thousands and you know look it's been a this has been a major story about nursing homes right I mean about mm-hmm. half the deaths are at this point are, are nursing homes around the country uh, so it's been uh, really really bad Cuomo a few other states I think Pennsylvania did this I think New Jersey did it as well the same type of of guaranteed import of positive patients into the nursing homes uh policy which is a huge disaster i mean it's going to be probably the worst single decision of the entire uh, pandemic i think because without that if you like if you we if we had tests at the beginning of this and we were just uh cordoning off nursing homes basically completely this is a totally different picture picture there's not 38 million people unemployed there's not a hundred thousand people dead right you know neither one of those things are true if just a couple of steps are taken that are a little smarter than things like andrew cuomo did
3: and even though cuomo is trying to blame trump for that decision unbelievable uh we actually have the evidence of his health order that mandates that they uh they start sending these victims to the nursing homes mm-hmm. it's amazing all right pat and Stu for glenn on the glenn beck program
4: No matter where you are in the U.S., Memorial Day weekend is happening everywhere. And Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world, is celebrating with their Memorial Day savings. Blinds.com makes it simple to shop top quality interior blinds, shade shutters and outdoor shades with easy online ordering and free shipping with blinds.com making your home more beautiful is so easy and with their huge memorial day savings it's more affordable than ever blinds.com they'll guide you every step of the way from measuring to the installation of your new window treatments one blinds.com customer had this to say such a seamless process i just enjoyed it so much blinds.com phenomenal experience You'll feel the same way. Plus, they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows. Go to Blinds.com and check out their huge Memorial Day savings right now. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Blinds.com. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK.
0: It is Pat and Stu and for Glenn, who's on vacation this week. Uh, fascinating graphic released by Pew Research, Pat, looking at the COVID deaths uh, in red and blue districts. So for some reason, this is a thing we're doing now where we're just breaking this along political lines to try to prove points, I guess, on politics. I don't even understand what the point of something like this would be. Yeah. But the, I guess the idea for from their perspective is look, let's illustrate the fact that there's been a big decrease in Democratic districts and there hasn't been a big decrease in Republican districts. That's the 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 attempt here. It says, since mid-April, COVID-19 deaths have declined in Democratic districts, but have been relatively stable in Republican districts. And they have a helpful graph to illustrate <laughs> what Ooh, what has happened. Now, okay. anyone who would think about this for a moment would say, well, the worst stuff happened in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut and yes they've had a big decrease but from a terrible peak right uh-huh. so you would say okay a lot of democratic districts there it would make sense they were decreasing where in a state like texas that never had a huge flare-up mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense for them to decrease decrease from what right like they have it was already low it was already low that's that would be you're just right off the top of your head impression of, of someone who said that right yes well shockingly enough that is exactly what the graph shows, and the graph actually illustrates that the Republican peak mm-hmm. in deaths was two um, per. Um, I believe it's let's see, uh, yeah, average two over, per hundred thousand. Yeah, I was trying to think if it's I think it's is it two per million or two per hundred thousand? Two per hundred thousand. I don't know. um it's just, the, the graph is not labeled uh, exactly correctly, but point being, the whatever ratio they're using here, two for the Republicans was the peak. And it is decreased slightly to 1.7. Okay. On the Democratic side, it peaked at 7.4. So that is almost four times as many as it ever was in a Republican district. And it has decreased, largely because of that Northeast uh, area, down to 4.1. (laughs) but still still more than twice as high as the peak more than twice as high as the peak which situation would you rather have would you rather have the republican situation where you peak at two and fall to 1.7 or would you rather have the democratic situation where you (laughs) peak at 7.4 and decrease to 4.1 now that is Mm -hmm. obviously it's obvious when you look at the graph you'd much rather have the republican situation and the deaths have been much much lower how do you title that graph uh, the the summary being that there's been a decrease in Democratic districts, but stable in Republican. Because the impression you're trying to send... <laughs> is amazing. What are you trying to send there? What's the impression? Republican governors have opened up the states. Yeah. And they're paying the price. Right. Which is obviously not the story of that graph. The story of that graph is Democrats handled this poorly at the beginning, waited too long. We had people like Andrew Cuomo, who, I mean, who I hate to criticize... uh uh, andrew cuomo by by saying bill de blasio was right on something but cuomo was out there lighting bill de blasio up saying we were never going to close new york and then four days later closes new york right (laughs) right they they blew this from the beginning in the worst possible way we talked about the nursing home policy we talked about it wasn't until mid-may where they were saying you know what Big new policy announcement. We're going to clean the subway cars. Wow. What a brilliant idea there, Andy. Uh, that's a, wow. That's a, you're, you're right on the cutting edge of fighting this uh, virus. After you already have tens of thousands dead, you think you might clean a subway car. What a good idea. That's a good idea, Andrew. <laughs> oh, he is the worst. I, I, I'm doing more on the Andrew Cuomo timeline <clears throat> on Stu Does America tonight. Mm-hmm because I last time I did it I think we we talked about this on Friday I started in March and I was going to do the entire timeline of all of his mistakes and I could only get through the first 2 weeks of March so now I need to do the second 2 weeks of March Jeez. and we'll go from there this series could end <laughs> it, like I, but we, after the election I think
3: this could take 18 months it
0: could <laughs> it is what it could it could uh listen to this though uh, you know very rarely do we hear a uh, a, a news network come out make one of these accusations like they made against georgia and texas and florida and when it doesn't go their way and their way is a bunch of people dying so think about what <laughs> yeah. their way is for a second but when it doesn't go their way they they never revisit it right they just move on like they, they they hit georgia they said there's gonna be a huge outbreak didn't happen then they said okay well what about texas that didn't happen what about florida that hasn't happened all these things have gone on over and over again because they find the red state governors now colorado has a Democratic governor who opened the state right around the times of these other states and has had no criticism whatsoever. Minnesota is having a much worse time right now with COVID-19 than any of these southern states. And they don't get any criticism either because that's just the way this works. I -hmm. will give a little bit of credit to uh, NBC News who actually revisited their Georgia predictions the other night. Did they? Yeah, and their tone was they actually said there was no major spike in cases, which is good. And I, the fact that they did that is something Mm -hmm. we have very low expectations of the media at this point. And the fact that they would even acknowledge that they said these things in retrospect is impressive. However, one of the things, if you remember when they, when Georgia started opening up salons and such, they said a lot of people were critical. If you remember famously, the Atlantic ran a headline that said, Georgia's experiment in human sacrifice. That was their headline. Okay? And that was the tone of the coverage all over the left, including mm-hmm. on MSNBC, part of NBC News, who spent day after day after day after day lighting this up. Really heavy criticism. And they do acknowledge the criticism. Listen to the end to hear which criticism they highlight
2: last month georgia was one of the first states to reopen and with the most aggressive approach allowing barbershops, restaurants tattoo parlors and more to welcome customers the criticism came in droves i told the governor very simply that i disagree with his decision
0: but he has to do what he thinks is right uh- Oh, the one piece of criticism they could find of Georgia Came was President Trump. Trump. Yeah. Right, because he's been That's this guy who's been all over incredible.
3: anti-opening
0: the economy up. They couldn't find anything from Rachel Maddow on their own <laughs> network. They couldn't find anything from Chris Hayes on their Jeez. own network. They couldn't find anything from NBC News. They couldn't find anything. They couldn't find that Atlantic headline. They couldn't find the dozens and dozens of headlines saying everyone was going to die in Georgia. The only thing they could, they could muster up for criticism was the one time president trump said i think you're opening up tattoo parlors and 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 massage parlors a little early that's the only thing that (laughs) when it came to that was the 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 thrust of all the criticism if you remember pat and i'm glad they brought that back up (laughs) unbelievable it really is pathetic just admit it like you should shouldn't we all be thrilled you were wrong on that you know and it's not Mm -hmm. to say that they will not have a a flare-up at some point they may But clearly, your impression of what reality was was incorrect here. If you had looked at the mobility data, you would realize that almost every state in the union is coming out of lockdown at the same pace, whether the governor says so or not. And that has to do with people realizing, you know what? We can't sit in here forever. We need to go do these things. Let's just be careful. And that's happening all over the country. And so it wouldn't be surprising to you if you understood the data that it's not one of these things where the governor says, okay, the state's open and everyone rushes to the doors. That's not what happens. People aren't doing that. The same thing was true when we went into lockdown. People went into lockdown before the governors said they had to go into lockdown because they were trying to be careful with their own lives. Same thing Mm -hmm. here. They're trying to get, be careful with their own economy. They're trying to get out there and be careful and and go back to work. And none of this should be surprising to you. If you followed the story at any level of depth, You know, if you're just sitting here in this normal back and forth cable news box thing where two boxes are on one side, I think we should open it up. I think we should close it down. If that's your life, well, then you're not going to understand the story at all. When you look at the data, there's no difference between, you know, a a state like uh, Georgia as far as coming out and and being more mobile and, and visiting retail stores and all these other things and tons of other states. There's not really a difference. There are certain areas they've opened up that are different than other states. But generally mm-hmm. speaking, there's, there'd be no reason to believe Georgia would have a big outbreak anyway, as opposed to another state. But they don't care about that. That's not their goal. Their goal is to try to trash the president, trash Republicans, teams, 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 teams. It's just unending.
3: Yeah. And usually they don't even once they've made their prediction that all hell's going to break loose in Georgia because uh they're opening up way too soon and then when that doesn't happen when all hell doesn't break loose they usually don't even go back and report on that so they don't say anything about it it's it's kind of amazing that anything was said by the media even though yeah you know they they use trump as their as their proof yeah, be, on the people attacking them
0: i'm beating i'm beating that report up at that part of it but i i do actually legitimately mm-hmm. appreciate yeah. when they do that and it does add to their credibility yes you know it really does yes. it, 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 you at least will listen to them if more of these news networks said you know what gosh we really thought this was going to happen and we were totally wrong on it i'm not sure why we're going to try to figure it out and get it right next time that goes a long way with people. Mm-hmm. I, I think people are fine with that approach. I think so. You know, I, I mean, that's what we try to do. I, I, we, there's been plenty of times that we've blown stuff, and you just go on and you say, "Look, look, this is why I thought it. You, you heard my rationale, right? And you know, this is what I'll try to do next time to get it, to get better. That's all you can do.
3: Yeah, uh, because when it doesn't fit the agenda, you, you they, they are so good at uh, just not reporting it, pretending it didn't happen. Uh, for instance, what YouTube is doing with uh, hydroxychloroquine uh they where they just censored the video where medical doctors these are doctors mm-hmm. saying hydroxychloroquine might help treat COVID 19 so they they remove that part of the video from from the youtube videos i i mean <laughs> wait well it definitely might we're in the middle of <laughs> yes
0: you know scientists that are in the middle of dozens of studies on hydro- hydroxychloroquine right now, mm-hmm. including a statewide uh, study in South Dakota. But I mean, there, it's not just a statewide study here. I mean, it's all over the world they've been studying
3: this. So, this was a Cheryl Atkinson uh, at Full Measure News report. And exactly. she was examining the possible benefits of hydroxychloroquine as a treatment uh, and the possible financial interest some parties have in downplaying the drug and promoting a separate treatment. The remdesivir and you notice they're not bashing that
0: uh yeah that's a that's a weird one too because that was it, remdesivir was mentioned by trump in the same press conference as yeah. hydroxychloroquine right i mean you know this idea that trump is out there promoting hydroxychloroquine because he's trying to be right and show that he you know he also called the remdesivir thing and remdesivir has shown a clinical study that has improved outcomes now, there's been some studies of hydroxychloroquine that have showed mixed results, some really good, some not so great. Right. Uh, but like I, like Trump, Trump's quote unquote false hope from that press conference was not false. I mean, Fauci no, came out and said the had, exact same thing.
3: It had helped some
0: people. It had helped some people. We know there was an ABC News executive who was, uh, who, who claims it, it cured him. Um, you know, f- there's a study in France of a very well respected doctor who's a little bit of a renegade. So there's questions about whether he's right or wrong on this, but he had a study that showed incredible improvement by hydroxychloroquine. Uh, and remdesivir, but like, tr- like, they were trying to say this thing where Trump gets blamed for hydroxychloroquine if it doesn't work out, but gets uh-huh. no credit for remdesivir, which he also <laughs> mentioned in the same press conference if it does work out, which
3: both yeah. Fauci-, Fauci and Burks have talked about the benefits of remdesivir already. And by the way, there are some uh, drawbacks to remdesivir as well. And they're not talking about those, but Mm. anything about hydroxychloroquine that they can say, like, people die from it. Yes. Well, yeah, if you don't know how to administer it or you administer it wrong and not in conjunction with the right combination of drugs, Mm -hmm. then yeah, bad things can happen. Certainly generally safe to take. Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, it's been taken. People have been taking it for 70 years. Yeah.
0: People with lupus have to take it every day. Yep. People with uh, certain types of uh, all sorts of ailments, uh, you know, take it. It's, you know, malaria is obviously the, the one it was initially designed for, but it's not just used for that. Look, why wouldn't we try these things? You go back to what Trump sure. has said many, many times, which is, let's look into this stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, doctors don't know. Let's test it. And so they yes. are testing it. And we may find out that it doesn't help anybody, or maybe it only helps a very small subset of people. Whatever it does, let's find out. Uh, We're in the middle of a crisis here. Let's let's find out why would we dismiss it? It's another one of these dumb things that they've just made. Like the Democrat team doesn't like hydroxychloroquine for some reason. Why? (laughs) Who cares? Because Trump mentioned it. Because Trump mentioned it. That's it. Bizarre. That's it.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
4: Getting a fresh start doesn't always have to take forever. If you're a homeowner who's focused on your budget right now and how you're gonna make things stretch to fit the immediate future, please, would you consider making a 10-minute phone call to American Financing? It could change your life for the better overnight. Imagine if you had an extra 300 bucks a month in your bank, maybe $500 or $1,000. What would your future look like if that were the case? If you're in a mortgage at 4% or more, you need to consider refinancing. Call American Financing. American Financing doesn't work for the banks. They work for you. And that means no obligation, no upfront fees, and best of all, no pressure. If a loan option or mortgage refi isn't the right move for you, they're going to tell you right up front. You really owe it to yourself to take 10 minutes out of your day today and give American Financing a call. Nothing to lose, so much to gain. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net.
0: 888-727-BECK is the phone number. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn Beck today. Coming up, we're going to... I want to get into a little bit of the Jimmy Fallon conversation because I'm, I'm fascinated by this how many celebrity mm. blackface tapes are there can we I there's mean, a lot there's a lot i just don't understand yeah. why there are so
3: many uh because they did let blackface a lot i guess very back often day, yeah all the time it was perfectly acceptable back uh i guess yeah. although when was when was the Whoopi goldberg and uh i remember that What's Ted Danson. his face ted dancing yeah. incident in the 90s had to be in the 90s. Yes, I think it was. uh, And people were a little upset about that, but nobody, it seems, I don't remember any outrage over Fallon's appearance on Saturday Night Live in 2000 when he dresses up in blackface. Not only did he dress up in blackface, but then he imitates a black man, Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And he does a a relatively good job
3: at it, actually. He does a very good job Uh, uh, at it.
0: But then in addition to that, uh, the joke is about how you can't invite people on Who Wants to Be a, a Millionaire? Um, that are black because you'd have to ask them questions like, how much crack did Rick James do?
3: <laughs> like, Holy crap!
0: Wait, what? Whoa! Uh, you, really?
3: Those are, you, are the questions you would ask?
0: I, like, is that? Okay, that's alright. I just want to make sure I understand that. It does not feel alright to me. Uh, but that is, you know, again, do I think Jimmy Fallon is a racist? No. But I mean, the, the, the difference here in the way this is treated is, is fascinating.
3: We should get into that a little bit today. Yeah, that's because it is amazing. I mean, we've talked about the double standard. A billion times, uh, but it's really amazing how often the double standard is put into practice. Triple 8 727 BECK. More Patent Stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program coming up. With Patent Stew this week, Triple 727 BECK, a uh, video that's not new, uh, but it's about 20 years old from Saturday Night Live where uh, Jimmy Fallon dresses up in blackface for a bit has resurfaced uh, for some reason. Kind of interesting that it would it would come up right now. But uh, here's an instant where NBC apparently didn't uh, feel the same way in 2000 as they felt in 2018 uh, about blackface. Because uh, Jimmy Fallon still has a job, uh, whereas you look at somebody like Megyn Kelly whose uh, crime was so egregious she actually talked about blackface she asked a question about being in blackface and the question was if someone were to dress up
0: uh, a kid i think they were talking about kids weren't they at the time um it was halloween and they were saying if someone were to dress up to essentially honor someone who they uh, appreciated like diana ross for instance yeah Mm -hmm. if you were to dress up as diana ross and you use blackface would that be the same uh, that was basically her question, right? Yes. Uh, and that question was so horrible; it was akin to murder. Right. They had to go it after really her, really was, and 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 get rid of her, <laughs> which is amazing. Now, we of course have covered how many other times this has popped up, where whether you are head of the state of Georgia or uh, Virginia or the country of Canada, mm. or whether you are uh, Jimmy Kimmel with uh carl malone oh yeah which that's that was right totally fine oh man totally fine and again there was no there wasn't even it had nothing to do with <sighs> megan kelly's question megan kelly's question was about something much less uh controversial right like a, a, let's say a kid who's dressing up and maybe he doesn't even understand the uh the lines there and dresses up as someone they appreciate or even an adult doing that but in a complimentary way these were always critical or mocking. The person who they were impersonating, Carl Malone, was just being shown basically as dumb. The whole joke was like he can't talk, right? Right. That was the whole joke about Carl Malone. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel in blackface saying Carl Malone can't talk. That was the wow. Whole, there was nothing more to it. It wasn't. There was no larger point. There was no. I mean, right. like Sarah Silverman, hmm. um, who is a comedian as well and super left as well, uh, apparently lost a job because she dressed up in blackface as well. I don't know if you're recognizing a pattern here on the people who are using uh, the blackface uh, situation. But, I mean, you know, Silverman, I think, has a real argument to say it's ridiculous. She was doing a bit essentially mocking racists, right? Like, Mm. you are, yes, she's utilizing blackface. She's using it in a way to mock people who are are racist. That is a, uh, should be a, if you're going to use blackface, that would be the one time you'd think you'd be able to do it. Now, I don't know why you'd want to do it. Uh, not something that, I, that I've ever entertained. But yeah. apparently everybody in Hollywood's like, I can't wait. <laughs> We're not going to find a reason to use this. It's going to be wonderful. But Sarah Silverman is making a point against racism. And she's still losing jobs because of it. Jimmy Fallon uh, is now, uh, his, his tape has come out. He has famously done a Chris Rock impression before on Saturday Night Live. This time he did it in a very interesting way visually. Here it is.
4: Rock, now we're
1: talking. Where is he? Man, oh man, read this book. I've seen who wants to be a millionaire, and guess what? Not a lot of black folks on the show. Right. Not a lot of black folks on the show. You know why? Because black folks don't like to answer questions. <laughs> All they want to be millionaires, but you got to ask that kind of question like, in 1981, how many grams of cracked did Rick James smoke when he recorded Super Freak? <laughs> I mean, that's just Reedus, wow. do You think the only way to get a brother on the show is to name it. Who wants $50 cash in a pair of Pumas"?
0: Man? I mean, that's just... Those are just jokes. Again, that's just racially oriented, yeah. stereotypical jokes. Like, black people know a lot about crack is the joke. Yeah. That's, that's what the joke is there. The black people know a lot about crack. And black people uh, like sneakers. <laughs> I, I, again, like... Do I think that Jimmy Fallon is a racist? No. Would Chris Rock actually make some of those jokes? Maybe. I mean, Chris Rock mm-hmm. does a lot of that type of humor. He's doing an impression of Chris Rock. But the double standard is impossible to ignore here. Impossible. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Fallon, I, there's no reason to believe he's some big racist that's doing these sorts of things. But it is a, a situation where Megyn Kelly, for asking a question on the same network, mm-hmm. gets fired. And this is this is something they were actually airing not that long ago. This is not 1975 we're going back to. It's, it's in the century. Yeah. You know, 20 yeah. years ago. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing development uh, yet again.
3: It is. And he's apologized for it. He's, he has. Yeah. Uh, but so did Megyn Kelly, and that didn't do her any good. No. But I'm sure all is forgiven already with Jimmy Fallon. It's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you play by their standards, he should be fired, right? I, I, it, if you're going to apply the same standard to everybody else as you applied to Megyn Kelly, uh, then he has to go, too. And look, their standards suck, and I don't want to embrace Ye- them. Right, I, I mean, don't They either. suck. I don't either.
0: And I think, you know, with Megyn Kelly, they utilized that moment. Because they didn't like her reporting uh, that was critical of NBC for sexual harassment and other things, yeah. I think they utilized that as a way to, to get rid of to her. target her. Yeah. Uh, but so there are other things at play here, but you're right, Pat. I mean, it's uh, hypocrisy is
3: it's immeasurable, and they have mm-hmm. no, they don't care about it. They don't care that they're being uh, hypocritical, right? Well, they don't because nobody's going to hold them accountable, so. Uh, 888-727-BECK. the
2: Glenn Beck Program.
4: As we become more unstable, gold will continue to go up. It's at the highest it's been in I don't know how long. Now, I don't buy it as a lottery ticket. I buy it as a hedge against insanity. And when the world stops moving towards insanity, I'll stop buying gold. And I buy my gold from Goldline. They've been in business for like 55, 60 years now, and they're the best in the business. It's Goldline.com. Call them and ask them about their 1880 five and a half dollar Liberties. They're extremely popular right now for diversification and as a protection tool. I have them. They're absolutely great. They're in really good condition for being, you know, 140 year old uh, coins. But call the account executive right now at Goldline. Goldline Goldline.com or call them at 866 Goldline. They're waiting for your call. Don't wait another day as things become more and more unstable 866 Goldline. 1866 1-866 Goldline. goldline.com
0: triple eight seven twenty seven back is the uh, phone number yeah pat has asked an interesting question why isn't yeah. everyone mm. in prison especially agree with make,
3: listen to this <laughs> listen to what she said uh, because it's been, what, two years now, and maybe you've forgotten. But here's how incendiary it was. Megan Kelly, please, don't think this is coming from me. I'm quoting Megan Kelly right now. You can't wear anything Mexican-based. You cannot dress as a Native American. That's apparently been some rule for a long time. You can't dress as a nun. I mean, isn't the purpose of Halloween to dress up and pretend you're something other than yourself? To which the studio audience applauded. But what is racist? She asked. Because truly, you do get in trouble if you're a white person who puts on blackface on Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface for Halloween. Like, back when I was a kid, that was okay, as long as you were dressing up as, like, a character. So again, why isn't this person in prison right now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why, why isn't she in the middle of some chain gang yeah break it rocks it's the only thing you can think why? of to
0: do uh, in this situation mm-hmm. it's, I, <laughs> I, I just can't I, it's hard to get over you know it's like i, I don't understand why <clears throat> there are so many examples of this it just seems like it's <laughs> constant yes. you know I, I, to me though one of the things that always gets lost in these in these moments is what is the actual intent what is the motivation behind what the person is trying to do? They'll be like, oh, you know what? That context doesn't matter. It always matters. It always mm-hmm. matters. You know, it, it mm-hmm. matters in, comp- like, if you catch someone uh, saying the N-word really, really bad, right? Well, if they're quoting someone else, is it as bad? Probably not, right? Like, you, if you're quoting a, a court trial, that you know, it's probably not as bad. There are The context does matter. What is the intent of the person? The intent of Megyn Kelly is to ask an honest question as to why we draw these lines. This is why she mentions, right, um, black people dressing up in white face. Well, not very common. Right. Um, and apparently not at all offensive considering the movie White Chicks came out and was, uh, total, uh, was totally accepted, at least at that time. I don't know that you could do that again. Maybe you could, um, coming the other way. I don't know. But her intent clearly there is just to let's investigate our own moral lines to see if they make sense mm-hmm. right that's mm-hmm. all she's doing there yeah with 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 uh, jimmy fallon is his intent to go out there and just say you know what black people are bad i don't think so I, I don't that would not be consistent with anything i know about the guy uh it seems to be that he's trying to imitate the style of comedy and the voice of chris rock who would do mm-hmm. material like that and it would be fine because it would be acceptable for him to do that type of material right that is important look but you go to ralph northam what's his intent what's the intent of, of what's his face trudeau in canada you know i mean these were these are a little bit different i think when it comes to those uh stories
3: and what was the intent like you mentioned with uh with jimmy kimmel yeah that one was just to call Imitating. a black person dumb yes. over and over again. Carl Malone, he was, call- he was literally calling him uh, illiterate, Yeah, at least.
0: Illiterate. And we were making fun of uh, Joe Biden because he's had, I don't know if you've noticed this, a few issues no, on I this racial noticed. area. Really? Because uh, apparently you're not black if you consider voting for someone else which is an amazing <laughs> amazing thing to discover, I think, for many uh-huh. African Americans around the country. Wow, I didn't realize I was not black.
3: And I didn't realize it was uh, he who decides. Yes. I didn't know Joe Biden decided that kind of thing. I didn't know that either. Huh. Uh, but you go back
0: to his commentary on Barack Obama when he said, look, this is the first, you know, clean, articulate black black man. It's a storybook. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, articulate is, you know, like a word that god forbid a republican ever utilized it Uh, and and it's you know speak coherently is the definition of it to speak coherently well Mm -hmm. this is exactly what jimmy kimmel was doing in his frequent appearances on his shows as carl malone where he would talk about how the guy couldn't speak he couldn't say anything he's referring to himself in third person all the time i mean one of the best basketball players of all time hall of famer very underrated yes top 15 player maybe a top 10 player for sure um great all-time player and and seemingly Mm -hmm. by all uh, reports a a really good guy no reason there wasn't like he was involved in a massive scandal that he was going after him he just went after Mm -hmm. him because he thought he talked funny
3: as a black person which is completely unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. Unless you're Jimmy
0: Kimmel, who's, yes. you know what, he and really it's fine. liked Obamacare, so it's okay. Yeah. You know, he really doesn't like the Republicans. He's mean to them all the time, so that's fine. But I, you think Jimmy Kimmel gives a break to some Republican who's dressing up as a black person to make fun of the way he talks? I mean, do I even have to say the <laughs> words? It's so blatantly obvious he would not treat that as an okay thing to do. But apparently we're all just supposed to ignore it. That's, a, that's, that's our role here, is just to sit back and just say, yeah. oh, we shouldn't point that out. It would be, you know, You'd know, you get some more credibility if you actually admitted these things and said, hey, this is where our double standard lies. Yeah. And, and, we're, and
3: yes, we're being unfair here. Admit but we it. don't care. But we just don't care. 888 mm-hmm. beck More in a minute.
4: No matter where you are in the U.S., Memorial Day weekend is happening everywhere, and Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world, is celebrating with their Memorial Day savings. Blinds.com makes it simple to shop top quality interior blind shade shutters and outdoor shades with easy online ordering and free shipping with blinds.com making your home more beautiful is so easy and with their huge memorial day savings it's more affordable than ever blinds.com they'll guide you every step of the way from measuring to the installation of your new window treatments one blinds.com customer had this to say such a seamless process i just enjoyed it so much blinds.com phenomenal experience you'll feel the same way. Plus, they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows. Go to Blinds.com and check out their huge Memorial Day savings right now. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Blinds.com.
3: Welcome
0: back. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back is the phone number. We're talking about this uh, this story in Central Park, where a, where a woman is walking her dog without a leash in mm-hmm. an area where birding is going on. Pat, birding, birding. Uh, are you a birder
3: yourself? Uh, not that I know of. No, N- oh, no. You, you eat a lot of birds. Yes. You just well. Don't, uh, you yeah. know that I'm mostly vegetarian, mm-hmm. like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a few birds, like chicken. Yep. Uh, just chicken. chickens and, and f- pheasant. I've had some pheasant. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll eat a little fish.
0: Sure. Not that's not a bird, though. No, but that's
3: not a bird. Yeah. But I'm just, you know. That's one of your rules that you occasionally will break as a vegetarian. Yes. Yes. As well as, you know, some pig pork product. Right. Uh, ham, bacon, mm-hmm. sausage kind of things. Often so on the same sandwich. sandwich. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, of course, beef, you know, burgers. Sure. Steaks. Roast.
0: But you've never eaten. Uh, brisket. Uh, a, a duck-billed platypus, for Not example. once.
3: Uh, I've never eaten a polar bear mm-hmm. or any manner of bear. A pangolin matter. from Wuhan? No, never. Even though you have a condo in Wuhan. Right. You've never stopped by the wet market I and picked not. up a pangolin for dinner. I, I have not. And people find that hard to believe, but yeah. it's true. Because you're, cause you're I, vegetarian you leanings, that. that's why. Yes. That's the only reason. That's right. Uh, so this... <laughs>
0: Uh, the, this guy is in the, and he's looking, he, you know, it's like bird watching, right? This is what they're doing in this area. Oh, okay. And this yep. area is designated so people can look at birds. So you can't let your dog walk through without a leash because they'll eat the birds. They'll chase them down and eat the birds.
3: And so he's, he seems to be encouraging this woman by filming, filming her with his phone, uh, to put her dog on a leash. She's pissed off by this. Doesn't want to be filmed. Yeah. And basically says, I'm going to call the police
0: on you and tell them an African American is threatening me and my dog. <laughs> And then she does Oof. it. She actually calls the police and says, an African-American yeah. is threatening me, my dog. And what's interesting about this is, you know, she's now had massive repercussions. She's lost her job, which you you said, Pat, $170,000 a year. Yeah. Uh, a big gig at a financial firm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
0: that's one. She has had to give her dog back to the Humane Society because, uh, you know, she was kind of holding the dog she obviously was not focused on the dog but she's holding the dog back with the leash and sort of looking like she was strangling, strangling the dog like yeah that not, was not a comfortable position for this dog to be in and people were pointing out it looked uh, you know borderline abusive mm-hmm. uh you know and so now we're at the point where she her life has been completely ruined over this experience she did not seem like she was in the right in it it's a scary thing that she feels that it's okay and effective to essentially threaten the police to come She's almost pointing it out in a way of like, if I tell them an African American is harassing me, they're going to believe me because you're black, <laughs> uh, which is not a good look and hopefully is not it's true not. By, by most police officers. Yeah. Uh, and certainly none that I've ever uh, talked to. But there are examples of this, as we, we will talk about this hour. So this goes through this whole situation. Her life has now been, you know, destroyed over this interaction that I think pretty obviously was on her. Mm hmm. Now we've actually escalated to this point where the guy who fil- was filming her initially is like, "Okay, this is enough. Like, she's had enough
3: here, guys." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the guy to she his was credit, criticizing. That's really cool. Of him really to, cool. To, really cool to, to say that. Uh, but here's the incident that happened. Here's here's what happened in Central Park.
4: Would you please stop? Sorry, I'm asking you to stop.
1: Please don't come close to me.
4: Sir, I'm asking you to stop
2: recording me. Please don't come
1: close to me. Please
2: take your phone off. Please phone.
1: don't come close to Can me. And I'm taking
2: pictures of calling the
1: cops. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm
2: going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my
1: life. Please tell oh. them whatever you like.
3: And there she is, kind is of me? strangling the dog, it looks mm-hmm. like. And she's just not um, focusing on it. I
0: mean, uh, right. which is obviously not right, but mm. the dog is really struggling here. And she's just holding it in the air by, the, mm. by its neck.
2: I'm sorry, I'm going to ramble. Me
3: a place me. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. How did he threaten her? <laughs> of course there
2: he did. At least we I haven't.
3: been not in this He's video.
2: Recording me and,
3: threatening
2: myself and my, dog. <laughs> and my... Mm. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm ah. in circle Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you.
3: Jeez. and he was, says thank you when she finally gets the leash on the dog yeah. he, he thanks her for yeah. that <laughs> which is nice. It, was nice it was a nice polite moment in the middle of that what's
0: really fascinating about this is mm. she knows she's being recorded there's yeah. nothing happening to her she's acting as if she's terrified by this guy right. and literally is watching him film her what did she think and was going to
3: happen she's the one coming close to him yeah. coming at him not the other way around yes so she's at no point in any danger, and uh, so it's really she bad. It's really bad. Should she have some some level of repercussion from that? Yeah, Probably. Maybe.
0: Should she? Or should but, her life be destroyed? No, I, I don't think so. I always come back to this too, and, and I, maybe this is just the conservative in me uh, talking. But it's like this happened with the the Charlotte um, Charlottesville marchers when they were watching around. And Jews will not replace us with their little tiki torches. Remember that whole situation? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, the the left went to work, and they found every face in that crowd and tried to identify who they were and where they were from and where they worked and all those things. And they found this one guy who was at the rally. Obviously he was a racist, had posted racist things online and he oh, worked yeah. at a hot dog yeah. stand in California. I think it was. <laughs> and so they got him fired Jeez. from the hot dog stand. Now yeah. I guess I don't, if I had a choice, would I want a racist serving me hot dogs? I'd probably not want that to happen it wouldn't be my first choice Mm -hmm. however the racial preference of a hot dog a person serving me a hot dog is not all that important to my daily life (laughs) and at the end of the day they got him fired and where, where does that leave us all of us are now paying for programs so that this racist can sit at home online posting on message boards probably and planning his next rally instead of being at work being a productive part of society at least in some way is this a win for us Is it a win that now this woman who, if you might think she's terribly racist, you got her fired. Well, now you're paying for her because of these left wing programs. Congratulations. Never excites me.
2: (laughs) Mm. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
4: Just because you can boil water doesn't mean you should run a restaurant. And the same logic goes for identity theft protection. You may be good at monitoring your credit, but that doesn't make you an authority on it. Plus with data breaches that seem to happen more and more, your personal information could end up anywhere. And with your breached information, criminals can commit identity theft, which is even more reason to use a pro. Because on your own, you can miss certain identity threats, like someone taking out a payday loan in your name or selling your information on the dark web. That's where LifeLock comes in. They see a wide range of identity threats. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But if you end up with an identity theft issue, a dedicated team of specialists will work with you to fix it. So keep boiling water like a champ, but leave the identity theft protection to LifeLock. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back. That's lifelock.com. Promo code back for 25% off.
1: Doing our part to keep free speech
3: alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, By the way, you can listen to my show, uh, Pack Ray Unleashed, immediately preceding this show every weekday morning, or listen to it, whatever you want, on podcast, uh, which you can get wherever podcasts are available. Uh, Same with Stu's show. Well, you don't hear it immediately preceding this show, but (laughs) later on today you'll hear it. Yeah, Stu Does America, available on podcast and on YouTube. If you just search for Stu, you'll see it. So please
0: subscribe and check it out. We uh, we always appreciate that. Glenn is out this week. It's Pat and Stu. For Glenn, we've been talking a little bit about some of the mm-hmm. the racial issues, I would say, that are going on. Everything from Jimmy Fallon to a uh, a an interaction
3: in Central Park mm-hmm. to now, ugly. Uh, Minneapolis, which was is so disturbing and horrific. Uh, a man, police were responding to a man who was sitting on top of somebody's car. I guess. And I think he was inside the car by the time the cops got there. And now the police say that he resisted arrest. And and I've heard that when they pulled him out of the car, he was resisting somewhat. But later on, after they got him in the cuffs, he's walking with the cop down the sidewalk, not resisting at all. Then he sort of leans back and sits down against a wall uh, on the sidewalk. Uh, the cop t- tells him to get up and he, he gets up, complies. They walk back around the uh, police vehicle still not still not resisting he's not doing anything then he's down on the ground and the cop puts his knee in his neck and throat area uh, he's face down on the ground with his hands behind his back handcuffed and the cop has his knee on his neck for a full seven minutes and the guy pleads with him multiple times please i can't breathe please please I can't breathe. I hurt. My stomach hurts. I hurt everywhere. And I can't breathe. And he tells him this over and over. And so do the people surrounding. Yeah. And the bystanders Mm -hmm. who are are recording it on their phones are telling him, look, you're killing this guy. Get off of him. And he doesn't. And he doesn't listen to anybody. He, in fact, it looks like he kind of drives his knee deeper into the back of his neck.
0: And then puts his hand in his pocket. Yeah. As he's sitting there doing it.
3: None of the police officers that are with him, the other three... They've all been fired by now, um, which is not sufficient. They need to be charged with a, a crime here—murder uh, or negligent homicide. I, I don't know what the exact charge is, but they killed the guy. the The officer killed killed the man. Uh, it was really a, a horrific scene. It's incomprehensible to to, to watch. I
0: how just. Look, I am big you know, supporters of the police, big supporter, and I, and, you know, I, I, you know, when and these borderline situations, a lot of times I side with the police, honestly, because uh, you know they are in a situation where they should rationally fear for their lives in mm-hmm. these in, in these moments. Often, they have families to get home to too. I, I, I bring it's just not the situation, and seemingly in this there's case, there's
3: no reason for what this guy did.
0: I can't, no I, reason. I can't comprehend of one. honestly like i try you know you try to figure out what's their argument here Mm -hmm. their argument seems to be well they had the power they could do whatever they wanted Uh, that seems to be the 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 defense here which is not a good defense look there there's no reason like there's not a moment and in the video is when he's on the ground you get all of it i think Mm -hmm. there's not a moment where they just say to the guy look i understand you're uncomfortable I am going to let some of this pressure off. If you move a muscle, I'm doing it again. N- never an opportunity for him to just lay there and play dead, right? right, right. Th- they never gave him an opportunity to lay there completely and say, "Look, here is a if you itch yourself, I'm going to 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 do something. I'm going to put my knee back here." They never gave him even that chance.
3: No, there's not one moment where they have any empathy or sympathy or a moment of humanity for this man when he's begging and pleading that i can't breathe you would think even if it's just because they're being uh recorded by other people right self-preservation yeah just get off him
0: so that it doesn't look like you're killing the guy like there's not a moment where the i can't breathe thing reminds you of eric garner and which was a <sighs> hey. big story come on and you have to be reminded of that and just say like look you're not one of these other officers that goes up to him and says dude like I don't want to be in this next freaking Aaron Gardner story. Let's just like, get off his m- neck. Get off his neck. You know? Yeah. He's not doing anything. If he moves, yeah. then do it again. And you'd have an argument there, right? Like there'd or be let's people get who him up and put him in the back of the cruiser. Yeah exactly get up get in there if you do anything else you're in major trouble put the freaking stun uh you know the uh the, the taser, the on, taser him. on him and you know without pressing the the uh the electrification button for lack of a better word mm-hmm. uh, not as you know not an officer but you know you put him and say if you do anything we're gonna i'm i'm, I'm gonna jam this button down and it's uh-huh. gonna suck for you so don't do it it's at least give him a chance to comply nothing like that nothing like that and that is really disturbing You know, sometimes there may be part of this that we haven't seen that would explain um, why they were so, why they they handled it uh, in a much more aggressive way than you would expect, Mm -hmm. right? Like sometimes there is an interaction where they have done something. Maybe they, maybe he did fight back in a way that we didn't see. But none of that would like we have soldiers who go to war and capture al-Qaeda members and ISIS members and, and treat don't them do better. things like this to them. Yeah. Right? Like yes. it, it doesn't matter what they've done once they get to a place where Jeez. they are not fighting back and they are uh they are they have no ability to do anything. You know, we celebrate here in this country the fact that we send uh, you know our fighters to foreign wars where they have killed Thousands of our own people, and we still don't do this to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We ha- we have massive debates of whether we're allowed to pour water on Khalid Sheikh Mohammed or not.
3: Yeah,
0: we don't. You can't do this, and the fact that you would do it in a situation where you know you're on camera. And you know the history, you know the context of the situation, mm-hmm. you know how this is going to be viewed, you know people are going to see it happen, and you know the risks. And you disregard this all of that. And you disregard all of it because why? Why? Right. Why? Again, we'll have a trial. We we don't just. We don't. You know, we're not going to. You know, assassinate this guy in the street because he did something. He should go. There should should be due process. It should be due process. But he should definitely be charged. I think with something. With something. And I don't know exactly what it would be. I think negligent negligent homicide or some sort of high level manslaughter uh, sounds right to me. Mm -hmm. It may be uh, fall into the category where it's possible to charge them for murder. Um, and that might be appropriate here. I mean, it looks it looks that bad, certainly. It does. You always hold back to, to try to understand whatever context you're missing. But in reality, unless there's something... I can't, I can't even think of what the what the thing would be no. that would
3: justify this behavior. He's on the ground, face down, with his hands handcuffed behind his back. Yeah. W- what's he going to do?
0: There's and, nothing he could do. And it's, it's so disturbing because of how many fantastic officers that we have and how great they usually
3: are yes you can't and and, this plays right mm -hmm. into the whole hysteria about the cops are just killing black people left and right yeah which is not the case yep and you know we always say this about other groups right
0: we say this about we were talking about isis moments ago you know when there's a terrorist attack it is it's yes of course we can all say how bad it is the most important people to say how bad this is are other muslims if there's a Muslim terrorist attack, if ISIS mm-hmm. is responsible, this is why people like Zudi Jasser are so important to come out and say, yes, that behavior is completely wrong. Those people are doing the wrong things that, you know, but the, but there's also a good section of our, our community as well. And they're great people. It, it, police officers need to have credibility to do that. Now, look, yeah. we have to also take a step back when, you, when you're talking about what's going on and what seems to be coming as far as protests and all of this we have a decent amount of murders in this country more than any of us would like. They go on uh, often when they happen. When a, when a black person kills a white person, it is not appropriate to say all black people are responsible for that. The person, the individual who commits the crime is the one responsible for it the same way. And everybody needs to remember this today, the same way that when one police officer, let's say he's guilty completely of murder, which again, it looks like it to me. I, you know, I'm no legal expert. But if he is, we should not hold other cops responsible for that behavior, number one. And number two, we have to recognize that these things are terrible and they happen and we have a system to deal with them the best way that we can. If that system reacts the way it's supposed to, we can all be really pissed off. But that does not mean that we should, you know, uh, be, you know, burning down cities, right? Right. Um, It's not the way that that should work. They got fired immediately. My mm-hmm. guess is they get charged v- within a few days when they're, as they're gathering evidence. There has to be mm-hmm. some time for the system to play out,
3: uh, but I don't think it's going to take long. And there's plenty of evidence. They had. We've been informed by the police department that they all had their body cameras on, mm. so there's there's that evidence, yep. and the people who were filming it that were bystanders begging the police to get off of him and to listen to him and to ease up a little bit. And in fact, several of them said, "You're killing the guy." And then he was motionless after a while. And they still kept his knee there. And still kept his knee in his neck and throat. At the very least, the guy had passed out at that point. At the very... He might have been already dead by then. He might I don't have been know. dead. And and But you think of like, if you're in a
0: situation where you're being restrained or... You something like that? Someone's choking you, right? Like your body is going to do everything it can to protect against that, right? You're going mm-hmm. to your chin's going to be pushed down. You're going to tighten your neck. It's going to give you some level of protection. When you pass out, you stop doing that, right? right. So now everything's mm-hmm. just collapsing on top of each other. The windpipe is closing, yeah. And the fact that you uh, you and couldn't, he's like, suffocated. It's, I just it's it's inexplicable. Terrific. You know, there's one thing where mistakes do happen in police work. If you there can be a bad incident. It could be something where you're try you don't realize something innocent is happening and you react, you think it's threatening and you know people have been shot in that way, all terrible, but not this. This is a, mm-hmm. this it develops over a long period of time. There's nothing happening there. It's inexplicable. It doesn't necessarily mean and this is I guess worth pointing out. It doesn't necessarily mean they were doing it because they wanted to kill a black guy. It could just be terrible police work. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think there's it's impossible to avoid the racial parts of this clearly going to be part of the conversation on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean they they left the house that day and they were like, you know what I'd like to do today is find a black person, to put my knee on their throat. But it doesn't like that part is separate. It can be a, a part of the conversation. But separate of who the person is, it, it just seems to be absolutely horrific police work
3: at the very least. And, you know, maybe maybe if the guy resisted at the very beginning, which I, I didn't see because it wasn't on this particular video, uh, but maybe that pissed him off to the point where, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be on this guy's neck. It, it- might not have been racial. He just might have... Yep anger may have taken hold it doesn't excuse it at all no not in the least but it is
0: it is it, a lot of times that is the factor like yeah you, know, you, you see this is happening where um a good example of this was in the nfl uh, was it last year where uh the guy in pittsburgh um hit the hit the, the quarterback with it in his head his, uh, oh it was, yeah. Um, yeah yeah I can't, I can't remember the exact two two players it was it was the guy who hit the quarterback in the head with his helmet yeah. at the end of that game and um the, the, a lot of criticism for the obviously he's going to get suspended and all this thing his, mm-hmm. his his comeback to that was he called me the n-word now there's no evidence of that the NFL went through all the tapes did not find any evidence of it there's no reason to believe it actually occurred and nobody else apparently heard it right either and nobody so. else heard it either mm-hmm. including other African Americans who were there or did not hear it right but the, the bigger part of that is it still would not justify what he did exactly It would under you'd be understanding why he'd be pissed off about it you'd understand, yeah, he's pissed off, he got called a racial slur, but that does not mean you hit an unprotected head with a helmet at full speed. That's not okay, <laughs> right. even if he right. did call him that. And then I think a lot of times we get locked up into, well, well, how, why did he, what was his motivation? Why did this guy do something wrong? Did he commit a crime? All of those things are immaterial to what the action was at the end there mm-hmm. when the guy is... Even if you want to take the parts where he's awake and dismiss them, the guy clearly at some point passes out and he still keeps his, his, his knee on his neck. I'm sorry. you just yeah. I, I can't find any justification. I can't mm. find anything other than this seems to be a case where whatever
3: the legal maximum is, is where it should land. Yeah. 888 beck
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
4: We all shop online especially right now. But you can do it a better way with Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. Download Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite websites like normal. When you check out, you just click the Apply Coupons button that will pop up. You wait a few seconds for Honey to scan all of the databases of all of the working coupons on the web and then watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store including Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Macy's, Etsy, and Honey has found over 2 billion dollars in savings for its users. That's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. It's 100% free to use and installs in seconds. Plus, it's backed by PayPal, so you know it's secure and reliable. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. Join honey.com/back. That's joinhoney.com/back.
3: It's Patton for Glenn, on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, sometime during the course of the show, uh, we should just take a few minutes and uh, play this this girl who plays the Night Rider theme. I, I love those. on the cello, yeah, and splits it into eight different parts, and it's really well done. Really good stuff. Have you ever seen the the guys who play the? What are they call? I think they're called two cellos because it's two guys with two cellos mm. why don't they call it two guys two cellos i, I, I don't know stupid I don't know it's <laughs> ridiculous um but they play a version of uh acdc's uh um thunderstruck and on the cello and it's awesome you've never seen it apparently mm. no but, but uh, this but sounds interesting. this is reminiscent of that uh but she's really good maybe maybe we'll take a few minutes and And play that later on uh just to break up some of the insanity and the racism and the you know the death and destruction
0: yeah and and um, and, you know all the 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 goal of the media just to blame trump for everything i mean we're not hearing a lot about brazil Mm -hmm. right now with coronavirus which is they're
3: in a totally out of control right now they're in tough shape
0: yeah uh they actually for the first time that i've noticed it at least Mm -hmm. since the united states obviously a big country took over the lead if you want to say that uh, Mm -hmm. for daily deaths from COVID 19 someone passed us yesterday, which was Brazil. Wow. Uh Brazil is totally out of control. And the only way the only time you ever hear anything about it is uh the their president's just like Trump. Well that's not true. No. It's not true. He's you know oh, he no. certainly has his populist leanings but he's, he's Trump not- to about the one thousandth power. <laughs> <It's> much worse. <laughs> much, much worse. Much worse. Uh, but yeah, they had over a thousand people die yesterday. Ooh. Uh and they don't seem to have it under control at all. They certainly don't have our medical system. It's some big problems coming out of Brazil right now.
3: Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program with Patton Stew this week for Glenn uh, who is on vacation. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Pretty pretty historic day today because there's going to be a launch of a spacecraft that's the first ever sort of collaboration between uh, the government, a space agency, NASA. And a private industry, a private company, um, Elon Musk's SpaceX. So the rocket is from SpaceX, but there was a lot of NASA help in this. Uh, There was a lot of NASA money in it, like $3.1 billion. uh, And they helped develop this thing because their astronauts are going to be using it. And so this will be the first time since 2011 that we've had a space launch from the United States of America because we haven't had a space vehicle since 2011. Uh, when Obama canceled the program, the, the space shuttle uh, program, with nothing to replace it with. So we've been space hitchhikers ever since. And uh, every time we go into space with with NASA astronauts in the last nine years, it costs us $100 million to do that with the Russians from Kazakhstan. <laughs> Jeez. So finally, we've got SpaceX, who has this rocket developed, this uh, crew dragon, it's their Dragon's uh, space vehicle that, is, that has a, a, a manned crew this time for the first time um, ever in this particular adventure. So it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big day today and at 4:30 Eastern they'll be launching provided the weather is okay and they can do it.
0: And it's been pretty impressive. I mean the the Musk uh, SpaceX has been impressive though. Mm-hmm. They have had, They've had a multiple few, rockets blow up. Yeah. Uh, this that, type of rocket as well too, right? Mm-hmm. Blow up on the launch pad. Yes. So there is some worry here. Yes. Not to say that they you know there's always worry in one of these missions, but
3: NASA has put the risk at 1 in 276. And both the astronauts who are going to be in the vehicle have said we're completely comfortable with that. Yeah, as you ah. as you'd imagine, yeah, they as you would, as you would imagine, right. astronauts would be. Mm-hmm. But I think most of us would say eh, it's a little too high. If it's not one in two hundred and seventy-six million, I'm not yeah. sure I want to do it. Exactly, one in two hundred and seventy-six. Yeah,
0: it's nerve-wracking. Very much so. Nerve-wracking. I mean, it really so
3: really That is a. That's, those are not
0: odds you want your life no to be wagered on um no but you know these guys of course have uh, worked an endless amount of time for 20 years to try to 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 do this and mm-hmm. it's their dream and 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 they've been trained in all of this and yeah i mean that is a it's a whole nother world that space world is a whole a whole nother world i was just reading a book about this uh recently uh it was a ben ben mesrick book i love ben mesrick books uh he but he it was about um it's called sex on the moon <laughs> it's about uh the the a scandal that happened in the early 2000s i guess where they stole uh, a guy who's working at nasa stole moon rocks and tried to sell them uh for giant profits it's one of the most wow. uh you know uh the highest price you know substance on, on earth right because there's only a certain amount of pounds they're all controlled by by nasa mm-hmm. they're all in safes and he broke basically broke in and stole these things and and tried to make cash off of it. It's an amazing story. <laughs> Legitimately amazing. And did he make cash off of it? Uh, no. Unfortunately, the person he was uh, selling the uh, well, Moon Rocks FBI. to happened to work for the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> So it didn't go over all that well. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen all the time? <laughs> I
0: know. Well, I mean, they they were... It seemed, you know, this is a little bit off topic here, but th- their approach to the... The guy who was doing it was came up, you know, was not a... He was he was trying to build his way into a, a big career in this world but had you know was essentially a glorified intern at this point um, but was so promising he
3: had access to a lot of areas you know I think brad melcher has something on this doesn't oh, really he? yeah Does he? i think he's written about it oh really i wouldn't be surprised i mean it's yeah. a, it's an incredible story because it sounds familiar but
0: he his he was much worse at being a criminal than than he was being a scientist uh his his efforts there were like Mm. you know he was bringing in people who really didn't know what they were doing he was like basically posting like want ads like hey i got some stuff i'm not allowed to sell who wants some (laughs) to like you know rock collectors and uh it did not turn out well most people Mm. just thought it was a joke it was just one guy in uh in was it belgium that was a rock collector and was like this doesn't sound right and contacted the fbi and that's how they wound up catching him anyway he's out of prison he's out of prison now um but it it, you got you see the dedication though is what i was getting to is that these the people who are in this program live live it oh for sure like they would die to take a risk like this literally you know um and Mm. have yes you know so this is it's it's a it's a big deal though i like the fact that we are at least involving the private sector
3: i do too I do too and it's kind of strange because I've always been a big NASA fan and I I was trying to figure out well that's it's a government run agency and I I believe private private mm-hmm. industry does things way better than the government does but I've always believed in NASA maybe that's because they've been the only player in this game you know that that we know of until now now that we have three companies involved you got Elon Musk's SpaceX you have is it Blue Origin with uh, Bezos and Amazon? And then you've got Virgin Atlantic's Virgin Space, or whatever they call that, uh, from Richard Branson. So now there are a bunch of companies uh, trying to do this uh, on a private business level. And so it's, it makes it, makes it kind of interesting, but because it's a first time, it's a little nerve wracking as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it. And it's, you know, the, the Elon Musk saga is fascinating for multiple reasons, you know, beyond just the space part of it him as a person Mm -hmm. everything's changing with this guy right now we have to take a 60 second break let's take the break come back on the other side and and discuss the change there's a new poll out showing that everybody's opinion is currently in the middle of changing on elon musk and it's a partisan thing and it's a partisan thing yet again back in a second
2: this is the glenn beck program
4: When you log into your computer, something weirdly good happens. Your password gets changed into asterisks or dots. That's your computer doing you a favor by helping to keep prying eyes out of your information. But today, in our connected world, with new cyber threats discovered every single day, personal information that you have that you think is private may not be. You need the best protection. Cyber criminals can hack your connection and see what you're sending and receiving over Wi-Fi, even if it is password protected. They can also use malware to turn your PC webcam on without you even knowing it, or steal your info from other devices. That's why there's Norton 360. It has a no-log VPN with bank-grade encryption, safe cam to help block PC webcam takeovers, and real-time security against existing... And emerging cyber threats for all of your devices. Now, nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but with Norton 360's multiple layers of protection, you can keep prying eyes out. So go to nortoncom beck and save up to 50% off your first year with an annual subscription. That's nortoncom beck Save 50% now. Norton.com.
3: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, triple eight seven two beck beck Talking about Elon, Elon Musk here and his SpaceX program, uh, which they, launch it to, they launched today. The first manned SpaceX flight uh, launches today at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central. Uh, but it's interesting to note that things are changing a little bit for Elon Musk. Um, you know, here's a guy who believes in global warming to the extent that he's trying to get to Mars and establish a colony there because he believes humans will have to be uh, multiple planet-oriented. Yeah. Because I, I, the, we're losing the Earth.
0: The man with his own money is, and, and is building spaceships mm-hmm. to escape global warming. <laughs> yes. And this is a man who has taken his own money. Again, he's had government uh, assistance in some of these projects. Uh-huh. But he's also taken a big chunk of his own money and decided to build... Uh, an electric car company <laughs> yes. then he decided to save, to, build, to save the planet to save the planet from global warming he's mm-hmm. decided to build a solar panel factory uh and batteries improve all that technology to save the planet to save the planet he is completely in line with uh with the left-wing ideology when it comes to global warming and how to how to fix it though you know he's doing I do I've always had an affinity for Elon Musk and that He's trying to do it through the capitalist system, which um, I like, which I like. He's trying to build a better product. We talked about this with the guy, the impossible Foods CEO, the same idea. Like we're trying to do something that we think is important for the world. Sure. Whatever. Mm -hmm. That's great. Is it good? Yeah. Does the car, we, we've driven a Tesla uh, before it's, Mm -hmm. you know, probably the most amazing driving experience I've ever been a part of. Awesome. They, they're awesome. They are so fast. It's it's breath it's legitimately breathtaking. It is um, how fast they are, and again, like yeah. I've you know driven some fast cars over the years. Um, this is it is a totally different kind of speed, mm-hmm. um, and it's really it's really fascinating. Um, so he's trying to do it in that way, in so, which I like.
3: You got the Chevy Volt mm-hmm. up until this point, or a, a dumb Toyota Prius, and then he comes along with with this and revolutionizes electric cars. Uh, and so the left should love him. And I think they did, they used to.
0: yeah, right? I've been trying to find a good old poll on Elon Musk. Now he's mm-hmm. always been a sort of eccentric eccentric character mm-hmm. um, He's not always he's you know tweeted things that people think are crazy and you know there's all that stuff of so he's always been that billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. And I always thought that like you know global warming would not be my focus. However, if I were a billionaire. I would do a lot of the same stuff Elon Musk does, which is just like, "Ah, I'm going to start a flamethrower company. You know, like (laughs) it's stuff like that. Like he's just, you could tell he's just having fun with this at times, Mm -hmm. uh, even though he thinks he's doing something important. Uh, So the left did like him quite a bit. Uh, He did not uh, like Donald Trump in the 2016 election, wanted Hillary Mm -hmm. Clinton to win, uh, said that her policies were better for the environment, better for the country. He was, he's no right winger, Right. But this is how crazy we are with this situation when it comes to just teams. Now, a new poll has come out and has uh, the favorability of Elon Musk turning into a completely partisan affair. Uh, this is um, broken down by parties. Now, his approval rating overall seems to be, you know, definitely worse than it was. If you go back a few months and years, um, there was a poll that, let's see, this is 2016 poll taken. Uh, Elon Musk favorability was 29 to 12. Again, a lot of people don't have opinions on CEOs. It's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, but 29 to 12 is, a, is you know, he's a plus 17 there, okay? Another poll um, had uh, Elon Musk at uh, 33 to 10, okay? So, plus 23. Uh, Elon Musk today, new poll out. This is from Echelon Insights. Uh has a has him at 23% favorable 34% unfavorable so a major underwater
3: 12 percentage points
0: 11 if i said 11. that wrong okay. twenty three thirty four. so he's oh, minus oh, 11 okay. overall wow. however that breaks down among party lines if i were to ask you six months ago you may have said yes it probably does break down on, on party lines democrats like him because of all the global warming stuff and mm-hmm. republicans don't like him that much because he's always talking about global warming stuff right mm-hmm. here's the breakdown by party uh GOP now sees Elon Musk favorable 31% unfavorable 24 so he's plus 7 among republicans okay democrats 18% favorable 41% unfavorable so he's minus 23 among democrats a man who's building spaceships <laughs> to escape global warming is mine. and remember it's to amazing. add on to this it must be noted that the democrats have made a show for years telling us global warming is the most important thing and uh-huh. the biggest
3: threat over and over so and, over and over so
0: com- what could he say on pandemics that would make you leave him on his global
3: warming mission uh, let's get back to work
0: yeah he said That's get back to work said. let me open up the factory i own let me invite the employees i pay <laughs> to come back and earn their salaries and now they don't like him for that and now they don't like him So now he's he's on Trump's side. Now he's on Trump's side. Yeah. So they've abandoned what they have told us is the most important thing. What they have told us is the biggest threat because he wants to open up his his factory a couple of weeks before they said it was allowed because of (laughs) that and because of his opinion on coronavirus, which, again, to me, a pandemic is a bigger threat than global warming. But that's Mm -hmm. not the case you've been making. You've been telling us the opposite. So you should be able to prioritize and say the work he's doing on global warming far outweighs his, he he doesn't even like Trump, but his agreement with Trump on one small slice of a big story. But because it's Trump, it's the way the media handles this, and people are just like, well, no, we don't care about him at all. It indicates two things to me. Number one, we're way too tribal on this stuff. And, and, you know, I think it's, in this case, it's all Democrats, basically. I think Republicans Mm. would respect a... You know they don't like the global warming part, maybe of Elon Musk, but they like him. I think they like he's a bigger-than-life figure. He's a billionaire. He's, some of that settles with a capitalist. Yeah, we've we've always liked Musk. I mean, mm-hmm. we've always said that. Um, I don't I don't think that that was they'd be unpopular among uh, Republicans, but maybe it's a little bit. He's a little more popular now. Democrats are the exact opposite. So number one, just they're just being tribal, right? The second mm-hmm. someone says something that it, not even praises Trump, but just agrees with the guy just agrees with the guy they, they, they totally turn don't on him. like him. it's insanity and number Jeez. two let's be honest about it they never believed global warming was the biggest thing none like the average democratic voter mm. does not actually believe that they believe isis mm-hmm. is a bigger threat they believe uh you know pandemics are a bigger threat they do believe this There are people, I think, like Elon Musk, who actually does think global warming is a real thing, and he's put his money where his his mouth is. I'm not saying it's not real, but like the idea of it being a a threat on the level of a global pandemic, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's just like, it's not true. You know, this is something where, you know, a pandemic is is an immediate threat. It's happening right now. It's always been a risk right around the corner. We've seen it happen to the world many times in recent history, and we ignored it in many ways. And, and acted mm-hmm. like we had solved that problem. The global warming thing, you can tell the average voter it does not actually believe. They'll say it, they will virtue signal about it, but they all got cars. The, none of them are, you know, they don't, none of them are, got solar panels on their roofs. It's just not real. Mm-hmm. At some point, solar panels may very well be the type of technology we all want to buy. And that is what Elon Musk is trying to do make it so people don't have to have virtue to accomplish it. They just, can want it because it's better. That's how you solve that problem long term, right?
3: Yes. Yes, just make a good product and people gravitate to it. Yep. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven B E C
4: K. We all shop online especially right now. But you can do it a better way with Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. Download Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite websites like normal. When you check out, you just click the Apply Coupons button that will pop up. You wait a few seconds for Honey to scan all of the databases of all of the working coupons on the web and then watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, including Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Macy's, Etsy, and Honey has found over $2 billion in savings for its users. That's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. It's 100% free to use and installs in seconds. Plus, it's backed by PayPal, so you know it's secure and reliable. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com back
3: Well, the uh, Chinese uh, social media site, WeChat, has just, they caught us dead to rights. Uh, oh, no. They uh, See right through us. Oh, no. See right through us. They uh, have alerted the world that American officials have been processing dead bodies of Chinese coronavirus victims into hamburgers and feeding them to the American people. <laughs> I thought we could keep that quiet. I guess not. No. I guess they're they're on to us they're on to us finally uh, you know after all this time they're too astute they're paying too much attention
0: you know especially when they realized i was worried when they started realizing that our military was the one that planted COVID 19 right in their society yeah and yeah, i yeah. thought that was bad enough but I now, that they, but the now that they caught us on the hamburger uh, now
3: that they caught us on the cannibalism that we're being involved in mm-hmm. um it's, we're your, just not going to look good.
0: What's your favorite dish to make out of a Chinese coronavirus victim? Uh, I like Salisbury steak. Yeah? it's, like a, it's a nice, it's pretty, pretty delicious. Good. You get a little, a, a little good. brown gravy on there. Yeah. Um, maybe a mushroom or two on top. How do, you,
3: how do you, how would you? Well, if you process some of the fatter uh, dead bodies, mm-hmm. um, I like the marbling. And so I you know, like the, the mm-hmm. ribeye. the uh, oh, ribeye cut. Okay. Yeah. A good cut of ribeye. Yeah. I can um, see that. I can mm-hmm. see that. That's. Mm-hmm. And again, we wouldn't normally just disclose
0: this and talk about it this openly, but they've caught us. But they caught us when so, WeChat,
3: uh, you know, mentioned it. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> it's Darn it. <laughs> it know. is the Scholar Forum for Ultimate Truth. Oh. Uh, and we all know that. And it's attracted 1.7 million page views. I just wonder, how many, how many of their people believe this kind of stuff over there? Do you? is it a lot i mean we certainly have plenty of our own ridiculous conspiracy theories floating
0: around at the moment as well we're not the only ones uh, or they're not the only ones on that one no we we but, have that but I, I i there has to be a decent amount but of they are really
3: making an effort here yeah. to blame us mm-hmm. um to pin something on us
0: yeah and you know it would be one thing if they didn't you know uh release a uh a global pandemic that they did not communicate the details with us on in time Mm -hmm. i mean like they were not they did not time in any timely fashion actually tell us what was going on how many people were dying uh you know what the makeup of this thing was some of it they worked with some scientists there were scientists that were saying these things and were imprisoned for it in the country right and these things like when you cause an incident like that and at least at the very least i'm not saying they caused the virus i'm not saying that by any means, but. Look, these things happened. They came out of their country. They did not communicate with the world in an efficient way. And, and, and They made it worse. They made it worse yeah, by, by hiding sure. it and slow
3: playing it. For sure. And it caused a lot of life. A lot of life was lost because of it. But as they say on the website, cannibalism has existed in the U.S. before. And only a few dozen years ago, Americans ate blacks, Indians, and Chinese. So <laughs> we've been doing it for a while uh, and they know that we're escalating that process right mm-hmm. now. So it's about time. Yeah, it's about time. I feel
0: I feel a little bad, but I'm kind of. It's like a weight off my shoulders. It's almost a relief it. that
3: they know now, right?
0: Yeah, that- <laughs> it's just like it's nice. I don't have to hide it anymore. You know, we can all go and just order our Chinese coronavirus coronavirus victims Salisbury mm-hmm. steak whenever we want. And everything will be fine Or you the ribeye, You know or if you ribeye, like your
3: yeah. meat A little bit more
0: marbled Yeah uh, That's fine too Lots of options Imagine right. the buffet They can put out there With oh, the real names yeah. Of the products Instead of yeah. the fake ones We use
3: now you It's know. a relief You're it's, right It is It's an absolute relief
4: Out here at the ranch, I've been cooking on my Rectec Grill. Yeah, just like the cowboys used to. Except they used a fire that they had to chop wood for and... Then they cooked it on the back of a chuck wagon. This is really good stuff. Rectech's amazing smart technology, just like the Cowboys had, gives you the perfect, most even heating grilling experience you've ever had. I could talk about how sturdy it is. It's made from solid steel. I could tell you about how, you know, you can control the whole thing from an app anywhere in the world. But what I'd rather tell you about is when I'm cooking on a Rectech grill this summer... I'll be cooking with my family. Go to RectechGrills.com slash Beck to enter for your chance to win the same grill that I use with Rectech's Father's Day contest. That's RectechGrills with an S dot com slash Beck. R-E-C-T-E-C grills slash Beck. And make sure to follow Rectech Grills on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. That's RectechGrills with an S dot com slash Beck. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus.
3: You're listening to the Glenn
4: Beck program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK.
3: Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, have you have you been following this Norma McCorvey controversy at all? She is uh, Roe of Roe v. Wade. The... the, the actual woman who wanted to have an abortion in the 70s and took it all the way to the Supreme Court um, wound up I think if I remember the story correctly not having the abortion at all but uh, then eventually um, came out as an advocate of uh, of being pro-life. And so it was pretty ironic in that the person who was responsible for bringing it to the Supreme Court and winning the case that legalized abortion in the United States, then later on, years later, uh, became a very strong pro-life advocate. Well, now uh, there's a new documentary out on FX called uh, AKA Jane Roe. And they claim in this documentary that Norma McCorvey said on her deathbed that she was faking it the whole time, that she was actually pro-abortion, and that pro-life advocates just paid her and told her what to say. And so she just did it. I I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah. I, it's hard to believe. It's It is hard to believe. The people who were around her
0: for 30 years say that this is not They don't true. believe it either. No, they it's not true. One of those is Abby Johnson. Um, yeah, who's a who's a was a planned parenthood worker. If I understand, she they they actually talked late in life.
3: They did. Yeah. yeah, she a few days before her death. Um Abby says, uh her many years as a dedicated pro-life advocate was not a lie. Her tearful conversation, which I'll keep private, with me days before her death was not a lie. The hour she spent praying in front of abortion facilities was not a lie. Her life with Christ was not a lie. So she is saying those things. And so is a preacher uh, who knew her very well Mm -hmm. and said that he prayed with her multiple times and that she was legitimately pro-life
0: the framing of it seems to be she she was Mm. paid so that she would lie to everyone and say she was pro-life that's not even what she's saying i mean like the the media framing of it is that way what she seems to be saying is that basically she got she got paid for speeches and and she got paid for i don't know books or you know like that's very typical of an activist right if you if your Mm -hmm. job is to be an activist you're probably going to get paid to be an activist uh, you know, she she talks about how people wrote her her speeches for her and things like that. Well, you know, you know, so that happened with Barack Obama too.
3: People yeah. write speeches for other people, and, and guess what? He makes like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per speech. Yeah, so people pay him to to talk. They as well. sure do. And does that mean that he
0: doesn't believe the things he's saying? No, like, it doesn't. I I don't think so. I'll, I'll also point out that it is it, I can understand why it was a big get at at one point to get the person in Roe versus Wade to come over to your side and be a pro-life activist, right? Mm-hmm. I can understand why that would be attractive. However, it's always going to be an anecdotal thing. Just because the Roe from Roe vs. Wade is pro-life is no reason to become pro-life. Like, it's an interesting story yeah. that surrounds it, but, like, it is a moral decision you base on, on something completely different than, like, oh, that person's doing it, me too. Like, that's not the way <laughs> anybody makes that decision. No. So I, I think it would be... They, they they want to treat it as, like, this is a crack in the foundation of the pro-life movement, and therefore it's going to collapse because this <laughs> big-name activist is, is gone mm-hmm. and she was lying the whole time. And, like, trying to insinuate that that means other people you see saying these things are prob- it's probably happening there, too. I, I mean... I can't vouch for, for it. A lot of people who are around her say this is not how she felt. She did have a conversion at one point. And maybe, you know, was not a very happy person throughout life. Uh, she had a lot of terrible things happen to her. Um, if mm-hmm. the story is true, think about this. She fought for... She was Roe. Roe versus Wade. She gets all... It, it, think about it from a left-wing perspective. She's able to free this amazing right to be able to kill your children for all <laughs> women across the, across the nation. And then you spend 30 years trying to dissuade people from doing that and hurting that movement, like, your life is hell, right? Like, you've Mm -hmm. basically dedicated your life to selfish personal gain to destroy an important right. Like, that is, it's hard to describe a worse life than that. So, and then we are supposed to believe that this woman that you're telling us took money to lie is telling the absolute truth on her deathbed in front of a documentary crew did they pay her they, they that question was asked of the documentary crew and you know what they said no we didn't pay her i mean there were some expenses um we uh, just uh, you know we did license some of her photos well what do you think that like you're saying huh. that the pro life movement was was paying her for a speech there's a much clearer line than licensing her personal photos wait well, there's a, a lot of people don't get paid for that You know, when Mm -hmm. you're doing a documentary, you usually hand over a bunch of photos and they take them. They don't license the photos typically of something like that. They're doing that because they were looking for a way to pay her. And she probably was in a desperate situation with no money and may have been taking money from them to lie. Who knows? You're the one telling us she's a big Mm -hmm. liar. So I don't know what the truth is with her. It's completely unimportant to the pro-life cause. It's important to her life and her legacy and
3: her uh, soul yeah they act like she was a major influence on the pro-life movement i don't even know that that's the case no i don't think so i mean i i didn't even know about the fact that she had changed until uh, a few years ago a few years
0: ago and i didn't know her name you know i just knew roe from roe versus wade yeah and i knew that storyline was was vaguely familiar with it but i mean the roe versus wade <clears throat> happened because there was a pro-life movement already Right? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people who didn't think mm-hmm. abortion should be legal. That's why we know what the case is, right. because there was two sides to that. The right. fact that she was on the pro-abortion side at one point, flipped to the pro-life side, and maybe went back to the pro-abortion side is completely inconsequential to the moral argument about what should be happening. Yeah, uh, And that is, of course, where the, the real meat of that movement is.
3: And look how effective. Uh, you know, not that it, it didn't matter at all that she changed sides. I think it's great that she did if she did for real but um we lost right i mean we've we've lost for the last 45 years uh in this debate now they act like there's how much did she help we (laughs) didn't we didn't get anywhere we lost a lot of ground in fact we've gone the wrong way since roe v
0: wade yeah people don't realize i think the average person maybe in this audience does but the average person does not realize if we were to move to roe versus wade that'd be more of a pro-life position than we're at right now a massive move to the conservative side of the argument and every activist you see on tv would be throw, you know oddly enough screaming bloody murder about what the evil conservatives are doing to our country Mm -hmm. you know the the, roe versus Mm -hmm. wade is written basically to say that the first trimester abortion is legal I mean it's be, it says uh, you know uh quite clearly the third trimester states can say nope it says in in Roe versus Wade. It's in the ruling. It also says that the second trimester is when you can put on restrictions on, on on how it's a you know with health restrictions and those sorts of things. Those things are all gone now. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, some states have have, oh, yeah. have restrictions. You know, not nearly as much. I mean, much. you can't
3: be in favor of any restrictions and be a Democrat in good standing. Great. We're, right. You can't you even say a minute for before birth. Abortion on demand at any time for any reason all the way up to birth yeah
0: and we're in a country where the most conservative states in our union are to the uh are to the left of of or excuse me to the right of um uh of Russia, of uh, of europe so europe has more let me free rephrase that because i screwed it up R- europe has more lib uh, more conservative abortion laws than than we the do. united states does including yeah. you know places like utah is despicable i mean so i mean, so this is not a this is a situation where, that that's the case but it is yeah we have a very active pro-life movement here which but that's different than you know the hoops you have to go through in places like germany like get a, a doctor sign off from from uh to have an abortion you know mm. many countries have much more restrictive limits you know 12 weeks eight weeks 14 weeks um, you know, I could, we could go through the whole list maybe sometime this week if it's worth it, but it's, it's a, it's a dramatic difference. And, you know, much of our country is far to the left of Europe on this particular issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a situation which I'm not, you know, at all happy about, but it does, is not covered at all by the media. It, you know, they act as if, well, we're just one Brett Kavanaugh away from the, from everything going away. And I wish not that true. were the case. I wish it was true. Cause I, I want it yeah, to happen.
3: I really wish. A lot it were. of times
0: they'll say like, you know, you're. Like, we'll say this about the people on the left. We'll say, you know, you're just going after bump stocks and, and other things about guns because in the, in the end, you want there to be no Second Amendment, right? And they say, no, we love the Second Amendment. What are you talking about? Hunter, we're hunters. I, <laughs> I, my dad's out hunting right now in Minnesota. Um, and they deny it. I well, own a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I own two. Uh, yeah. I saw a gun once in a movie. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I am that way with abortion. Any little yeah. restriction that we can get in the states is it the is my end goal to have none of it? Yep, I want no yeah. abortions, zero of them. But, but why wouldn't you take the
3: little steps along the way? to get to goal, it's because per- it's better than yep. what we're doing now. I fully if you're admit it. Killing fewer babies—that's a good thing. Great,
0: that's a great outcome. Yeah, more people being alive, mm-hmm. better. Less people mm-hmm. being alive, worse. worse. This is a, a difficult thing for people to grasp at times. But I mean, can you can can you imagine, think mm. of just how many more voters you'd have if you're the Democrats or the Republicans. Think of how many, you talk about war on women, think of how many more women you'd have. When you talk about racism, think of how many more black people you would have. Um, you know, I all I know is that, you know, they always accuse the right of racism. Jeez. I know that if we implemented our policies, Gosh. there'd be millions more black people alive many millions and the democrats have policies that lead to millions
3: of something black like, people not being alive something like so 16 million more black people would be alive today it's, it's so crushing when to even you think about the fact that in new york city there are more abortions than live births mm-hmm. for black uh babies yeah that's incredible. Yeah,
0: and there was a um, staggering. Uh, you know, Sabo, the artist, uh, he, a guy who does all this, like kind of, uh, he posts these posters up and like you know wrecks the left a lot. Yeah, uh, he was on with us the other day, and we were going through his uh, site, and he has a just a haunting thing he did, which is just it's just a little doll of a, of a black baby, and above it it just says fifty fifty. I was like, God, think about this. Wow. You're in New York City, wow. and a black baby is 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 mm. conceived. It's fifty-fifty. It's actually a little bit less, I think, than fifty-fifty. I think so. Be yeah. To born, that is incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. We can talk about. Look, we talked about the Minnesota thing quite clearly in, in in you know stark terms about how bad the situation was with this officer and this uh, this guy who was killed in Minnesota. But I mean, can we step even coronavirus, right? Like we have 100,000 people dead. I'm not one of the people who thinks that like this has been they're lying about it or anything like that. I'm not on that bandwagon. A lot of people, whatever. even the skeptical case at this point is a lot of freaking people are dead from this. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and it's a, it's a bad thing. But I mean, we, we step back from this, the way we've reacted to this being very, very dramatic. And obviously everyone's talked about the economic uh, side effects of this you know, we would have millions of more people live if we would not simply kill them in the womb Mm -hmm. while they're completely innocent and have no chance of survival, no chance to be the person who comes up with the COVID-19 vaccine. No, you know, there's just, it's, it is, it's, it's incomprehensible that this does not grasp the country's attention so much more than it does currently. And I think because it's, it's down these tribal lines and no one, has any belief that anything's ever going to change, you know, we don't talk about it all that much. But we've made this point before. If we spent every minute of every show solely talking about that issue, morally, it would be a crappy show. (laughs) You'd be like, God, I cannot hear about this topic again. But morally, I would have no qualms with it. If it was the only thing we ever discussed, if tax rates got to 80% and we just ignored it and let them go, it'd be really, really bad. But, I mean, you can make the argument this is the, the clearest thing uh, that we no should question. have a voice on.
3: No question.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
4: Getting a fresh start doesn't always have to take forever. If you're a homeowner who's focused on your budget right now, and how you're gonna make things stretch to fit the immediate future. Please, would you consider making a 10-minute phone call to American Financing? It could change your life for the better overnight. Imagine if you had an extra 300 bucks a month in your bank, maybe $500 or $1,000. What would your future look like if that were the case? If you're in a mortgage at 4% or more, you need to consider refinancing. Call American Financing. American Financing doesn't work for the banks. They work for you. And that means no obligation, no upfront fees, and best of all, no pressure. If a loan option or mortgage refi isn't the right move for you, they're going to tell you right up front. You really owe it to yourself to take 10 minutes out of your day today and give American Financing a call. Nothing to lose, so much to gain. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net.
3: <laughs> Pat and Stu for Glad on the Glenn Beck Program. This is kind of a uh, cool version of a girl playing the Knight Rider theme. Samara Ginsburg is her name. Okay. She's playing on uh, on a... uh, Eight different parts on a cello? On a cello. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I could not. I was drawing a complete blank as to what that's called. (laughs) Eight different parts on a cello, and she's split into eight different little little scenes yeah. uh, and she's re- this is really good <laughs> it's
0: really detailed too I will say first of all Night Rider one of the great TV themes of all time I've always loved this uh, stupid TV theme um, but I would also say too one of the weird things that's come out of this is really oddly creative things I mean I guess people have more time on their hands and they're putting this stuff together Mm-hmm. With the with the internet getting to amplify it, it's been some of that's been pretty cool. I mean, she's playing eight, all eight parts on her own. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it's really cool. that's really good. It's really cool. It's really good. It's really good. I could have done that. I mean, I've, I obviously have the talent for it. I just oh yeah, never, you know, I just didn't want to. I had
3: more I, important got, things. Yeah, I can't waste time like that. Uh, I wish yeah. I could.
0: Yeah, but I can't. I I've don't. been you know creating uh, <laughs> cures to viruses. Really?
3: Yep uh i've been yeah. you know. like which ones because obviously not this particular virus is going around well
0: actually i have you have cured coronavirus uh, oh. covid19 the uh-huh. the issue is i i'm not going to give it to people unless uh you know they give me a billion dollars oh and no one's stepped up to the nobody plate. has you know mm. I'm, I'm doing it purely for profit <laughs> uh i'm not trying to help people at some point, they'll. I would they'll know. think
3: that would be worth worth it to some government. Well, here's uh, what I say: is like, that give me the billion you. dollars,
0: then find out if I've cured it. Okay. <laughs> the biggest
3: the biggest issue is what you, uh, you
0: lose. You're out a billion dollars. You guys spend that on turtle tunnels, right? Under, you know, so just give me the billion, and then you'll have the knowledge and this peace of mind to know whether the cure is already done. Huh. You know, it's worth a lot.